with with this stuff, you're you're much further ahead than some of your other clients. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I could give you some, like maybe at the end, because I because I usually say, well, because a lot of people are like, well, how do I? What mics do I get? And all of this, and like that's that's the easy part. Yeah. But there are uh, pretty sort of inexpensive options okay. that are really easy and you know it just you know why not uh, kind of bump up the, the quality yeah. if it's an easy thing that you can, you can do yeah for sure um, but uh, this is what I was this is essentially what I'm going to weird uh, I kind of laid out because part of the thing here is this is going to be a, probably a different sort of appointments um, than some of my other ones because yeah. you already know a lot of the uh, background yeah of, of what I'm doing but basically I'm I tried to just break it down into like getting through a, a bunch of things say in an hour with people mm-hmm. um, but uh, I think I know a bit about what you're doing, I haven't heard it. Is it? You said it's. Is it up or no? It's not up. Um, I am gonna. I'm gonna hold off until maybe, maybe fall, maybe late summer. Yeah. Um, I was thinking late summer actually might be a nice time to put it out there because people will be at the cottage and like listening to things. And September is. I launch a lot of things in September, but that's a very different. Um, people want to learn. You know, it's very academic timeline you know we followed in so I was, anyway it doesn't matter I was thinking end of August or beginning of August might be a, a good time so it's not up mm-hmm. um, so technically it is up but it's not I have Mandyland domain name that I've had forever and I've it's just been sitting there and so I've, I've got stuff going but it isn't mm-hmm. really out there right now for anyone so mm-hmm. so I'm working on it so the the first thing is it's a great title because it's your it because it's so a few just like little things just to start with that I that I think is, is important is you want something that is sustainable yeah. over a long period of time, right. I, I think. Because a problem I find uh, I, I've seen with, with other people is they really go niche yeah. and they run out of things to do after 10 episodes. Right. And uh, hmm. what we did with the... Um, with our podcast originally a few years ago was intentionally kind of just went we're just interested to talk to we're just curious about people we want to know what they're doing and where how they got there so then it freed us up to just basically talk to anybody yeah. and, and what happened what I found happened is that over the course of time even though we were talking to a lot of different people there was a, there was a through line, um, you know, mm-hmm. through all of the all of the interviews. Right. They're all talking about different things. They're all different people, but it, it all it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with your with your stuff, what is your maybe just tell me what your idea is like with this. Yeah. So, well, it's interesting that you said that. You know, it's sort of it's too it's not too niche, um, or that's what some people get stumbled on. Because that is actually what was holding me back from doing this, was that I couldn't pick a niche because I have so many mm-hmm. things that I think 
are connected, or I, I know they're connected, and it's kind of obvious that they're connected through me. <laughs> and so I didn't want to pick any one direction. And so, you know, on the one hand, I've got, I've got neuroscience, um, psychology, that sort of interesting stuff, um, and that's, you know, a very huge pot of information and content, and, and people who I have good conversations with in that domain. And then I've got sort of the coaching domain, which the neuroscience and psychology obviously spill into it. Um, and then, because I now have a two-year-old and I went through a lot of experiences being pregnant and having a child and, and not conflicting with my career, personality and identity, so I've got like this whole other website and content that I've developed called Mama Brain, um, which is very specific. Um, and then I have just like other random conversations, like you know, my partner Mike and I, we talk a lot about things. Like we talk about he's a designer, um, he also has a background in healthcare, so we talk a lot about design, healthcare, entrepreneurship. He also had a startup company, so we talk a lot about that. And and he struggles with his career, so it kind of goes into coaching. But we've been recording our conversations, just certain conversations, for the last like three years, and then also as we got pregnant and then had a child and bought a house together. And then also community and having a house with our best friends, which we've got a lot of media coverage over. So I've got all these different things and I never really wanted to, and also body monologues, the storytelling um, event or the um, thing that I, I share with my, my best friend Lindsay. And so all of these, like I see the threads and how they all connect and I just have all these really wonderful conversations with people and I never wanted to pick one. And so then it, I don't know, it, I think it was a conversation with you or, I mean, because we're always talking about this, this stuff and, and I was like, it's actually just all of it. And I've had this mandolin idea in my mind and I kind of just use it as this dumping ground for ideas and then I realized this could actually be the podcast that it doesn't have to, I don't have to pick any one of those things, but when I have a conversation that fits the parenting, then I, I it put it on Mandy Land, but then I also link it to my mama brain, or the neuroscience, I link it to the neuroscience. So this is sort of like a catch-all for all these things, but the theme is conversation. So it's, it's talking with other people, because I feel like I have good provocative conversations, and I think about it after, and I know other people do, and other people get a lot from the conversations as well. So mm -hmm. I wanted to share that with other people because I know not everyone's having these good conversations and people mm -hmm. are thirsty for deeper conversations. And I thought that I could provide a bit of a window into that. Yeah, I, 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 uh, from what you're just saying that I think the common thread is you. Mm -hmm. And and I this is a, a, a personal preference, but I, I'm, you probably would agree with this is that I really like stuff that has a point of view that is coming from somebody's point of view. Okay. So like if there's a show or something, uh, what I started noticing, especially with more interview shows when podcasts kind of started, a lot of people were doing interview shows because they're just easier to, you know, right. there's not as much production value. What I found is I would go to certain podcasts because I'm like, oh, I really like that guest. And uh, so I would start listening. And then a switch sort of happens. And I'm like, oh, I'm coming back for the person mm -hmm. that is that is doing the interviewing because I like their point of view. Right. And I like what they have to say. And I like how they, the conversations that they get out of people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I totally agree with you. And I think that that makes sense that you're... Like if you 
you could go and do a podcast that's just specifically about neuroscience, mm -hmm. or you can do one that's about um, the the it was mama brain yeah. is that like that kind of thing but the other you know earlier when I said you want something that is sustainable you also want to keep your interests going right. like you want to be excited about it yeah because and, and it, it, I think it can go in waves you know with with certain things but you want to just because I think you if you especially if you're doing this that is it's a thing that you are you're putting your time and yeah. energy into. You don't want it to become like, ugh, got to do another interview this week or I'm behind yeah. or, or whatever. So to do that, you want, to me, you want to just be able to have all, be able to encompass all of these things. So this, a, an example you might be interested in is, this is, a, this is a, somebody we've talked, uh, I've talked to you about before. It's actually the person that uh, kind of motivated me to do the vegetarian thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, he, it's called, his name's Rich Roll, and he he does a podcast. I, you know, it's, it's, it's not bad, but it's, it's, a, it's a, maybe a good example. Like, there, when I say it's not bad, there's some episodes that are amazing, some are like, it, you could take it or leave it. But he is just following his interests. Right, yeah. So he does podcasts about spirituality, and he'll have spiritual teachers on. Mm -hmm. Then he'll have people that made a documentary food about the meat industry, and he'll explore that. But then also what he does is he'll throw up a, a, an episode every once in a while where his wife is <laughs> very much into uh, food and a lot of other spiritual practices. Okay. So they'll just come on and do, like, she'll just come on and they'll just talk. Right. And it'll be like an episode, an extra episode they'll just put up. Interesting. And they'll just sort of pick a topic that they've been maybe discussing in their home and they'll just talk it out. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good example of, um, he's a good example because he's also written books and he does talks, so he does all of these things. Right. But, you know, he could have done a, a, a podcast just about being a vegan uh, athlete, because right. that's one of his things that he talks about. But even for him, even though he's, that he's interested in that, it would probably get stale for yeah. him after not very long. So it's, it's, it's good to sort of expand the combos thing. So, because the next thing to think about, I think, is why you're doing this. Like, what is it for you? Like, I think you put a lot of thought into it already, which is good, because a lot of people just want to also say, I want to do a podcast, but now know why. And I think that whether, whether it's up front or not, I think that also drives you know, the motivation to do it? Because for you, is it to, like, just say in broad strokes, um, is it to help your business? Is it to express yourself? Is it to, um, 
you know, potentially connect to other things that down the road where there could be a revenue source like any of those things? So um, I would say the, f- f- the main reasons are one, for me to, yes, express myself um, and to just like capture these like document these conversations because I think they're they're fun and interesting. And even when I was going through some of the conversations I already have recorded, I was listening to them again. And then, as I was listening to them, I was writing reflect self-reflective questions. And I realized that that could, like, I would include that on the write-up about the like the intro to the podcast or the episode, because in the course of the conversation, there's all these these questions that come up based on our conversation that I think people could reflect on later mm-hmm. or I could or whatever that you know you kind of follow the conversation but then you can go back and say oh right like it made me think about this or I have to you know question this or you know whatever it is but so I think it's like this dual purpose so one is for me to, to have a place to express some of these things and, and refer people back to because a lot of times I'm in conversations with other people or I'm coaching people or and I'm saying oh yeah you know, here's a conversation you should listen to. It relates to what we were talking about. And mm-hmm. I kind of do that with a lot of different things, which is part of why I wrote the book and, you know, so on. So for me, it's for me, but it's also for others. And mm-hmm. those aren't two mutually exclusive uh, reasons. They, they uh, intertwine a lot. It's not to make money. It's not for revenue source. It's not directly to help my business. I think it will help my business. I mm-hmm. think it's a, it will serve as a promotional um, it's promotional content, so it mm-hmm. will feed back in, but that's a, a secondary, it's a byproduct of it. I don't think that it's actually a reason. Yeah. I, I, again, this is a personal preference, but I think that's the, that's the, the, a good, a very good approach because, um, there, I, I tend to think of it you know, people want to put a monetary value to a lot of things. And I feel like potentially also what this could do for you is it could create a, a you know, you talked about community and uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a network here that I think you can mm-hmm. really plug into and speak directly to. Mm-hmm. Because the, 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 the monetary value that I feel it is, is that um, it's one, it gives a platform if you want to talk to somebody mm-hmm. which I think is really more valuable than people might think yeah. so for example I met you because I reached out and I said I asked you to come on my podcast mm-hmm. You can still, I could have still said, hey, can I make an appointment or can I, could we go for a coffee and we can, can we talk about whatever? But there's a, people, I think, responds better if there, if there is a thing, like something yeah. you can offer and say, hey, come on this thing, this is what it is, it's a legitimate thing, Yeah. whatever. I, I've done hundreds of interviews and it's helped build up a, a really um, interesting network of people that I would not have any contact with. Right. And 
But for you, I think there's a, another step where the, like, say, for example, this is just off the top of my head, I don't know, is that you say in, a, in your episodes, you do a call-out for people to ask you questions or something, mm-hmm. and then you start getting an interaction with people, and, you can, and then you, you know, people send in your questions, and then you, do, you answer them on the thing. It could be about anything. Right. It could be somebody responding to the mama brain. It could be somebody responding to your uh, housing situation or I- anything like that. It kind of is uh, like it. Uh, I, for me, it's it's the stuff that we, that we're doing on our podcast. It's very uh, not intentionally one sided, but the 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 the, neat, the sort of places, the spaces where we are. That's just what it is. It's there's you know the the community. I, I feel like there's a. You're already tapping into this community, mm-hmm. but I feel like you. This is a way to speak directly to people. Right. So, what the, we're talking? Okay, the monetary stuff. I think also it can serve. As, it can pro- help promote your business too, because obviously on your like on the episode yeah. or whatever you can include. All of that stuff. Right. At the beginning, at the end, you know, uh, essentially, so with our podcast, what I started, what I found, we were doing basically two shows in one for too long. So my friend, my partner, yeah. she's really ingrained in the skating world. And I was interested in other things. It worked for a while, and then I was, she's got quite a, uh, a good following. So I said, let's just make a show just for you. And that's really been working well. That made sense to, to focus on that niche. Right. And also because the community that she's got, they love it. They don't really, they, they weren't interested in all this other stuff. Right. They wanted this one thing. But now she's speaking directly to them. And we're in the process of doing, I'm helping her with what I think this could work with you is that you have your your, your business mm-hmm. you have all these things you listed mm-hmm. I feel so do you blog is that mama brain is that like a blog yeah. kind of thing yeah it, do you blog on like anywhere else on your other th- things or um there is a blog on the on my um, center for applied neuroscience website it, um but it's not active it's more just like um we haven't done it in a while. So it's not a blog. It's more like articles. Like informational yeah. type stuff. Yeah. So how, just to give me a sense, is how does your kind of web presence... So you've got the Center for Applied Neuroscience. Neuroscience. So that's, let's just say that's the main website. And then you have... Uh, I have mamabrain.ca. So... The, Which is something that I've just started, so it's not... But I'm also working on that. And I've got lots of content that I'm slowly getting on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Mandyland. I have Mandyland, yeah. I also have mandywinting.com, <laughs> which is just like, it's almost like my resume. So, what I would say is that maybe this is too many 
you're fracturing it a, yeah. a little too much. Okay. Um, this is so the Center for Applied Neuroscience is not me. It's right. like it's it is really my company, and it always has been. Like there's, it, you actually it takes a while to see that I'm there. Right. Um, because it's more about the company. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that matters, but. Um, well, because what I'm thinking is. I wonder, because to me, what you would, what would, so right now they're all, they would be all separate. Yeah. To me, you want to connect these things up in one place. I don't know. Yes, that's what you're suggesting. I'm not saying, you know, stop the mama brain all, all like, um, yeah. put it all, but I think something that might be helpful, especially if you start podcasting and everything, is just say you're you know, manuinting.com or yeah. whatever it is. I just wonder if you do need a hub where there is a place where people can go. I know. Just because I, I, I worry if you're fracturing the audience a bit, yeah. even if they do come in for your podcast, they yeah. won't know that you blog. Right. So if, I don't know if, yeah. it, it just might be a little bit of work to have that hub and then you can still point like that this is great to yeah. have these other things because you can point to it from the main right the main thing um yeah that's what i've been struggling with so so i guess like either mandywinting.com or man i actually feel like mandywinting.com should be the hub because that's me mm-hmm. um with like the all the hats that i kind of wear but mandyland is kind of doing that too so it's tough. Um, but yes, I do think I need a hub. And maybe I thought, maybe that's what Mandyland is becoming. Is it, is that's the, that's the, the name that I think is kind of yeah. uh, a fun one to do. I know, I love it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it doesn't, I, I guess just, because I understand why there's a, the professional, the neuroscience, yeah. that, and, and that's not the hub. No. For you personally, no. that's your business. That's yeah. where it is. But um, I, you know, because honestly, basically for as long as I've had a website, it's I've pauldor.com. I, I it's gone through lots of changes and everything, but it's been that's very like I just think that's the that's the main area had. that I build out from. Okay. Forever. That's a good point, um, and I've I've definitely struggled with that, and I, yeah, and actually until you said this, I you know I never like maybe that's what Mandyland is becoming. It's tr- it has tried to be at the hub in the past, mm-hmm. but it was just a static website that basically just like had links. links to everything. But but maybe it needs to be more of this, or if I mean Mandyland will be more dynamic, and so maybe that will give rise to the hub. Yeah, because I feel like um, you're like you're you're pretty. You sound pretty. So the neuroscience, the Center for Applied Neuroscience. That's sort of your your business, but that's a thing that's working and chugging along, yeah. right? Where do you feel these two things connect? The the neuroscience and then all of these other things. Like, how do you? In, in your brain, what is it? Um, it's really, I guess ultimately it's about self-knowledge and self-reflection mm-hmm. and 
you know, deepening our experiences with the world and with others and like going through life in a thought provocative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what coaching does. That's what, I mean, that's what neuroscience does. That's what it always has for me, you know, understanding the brain and how it, it, you know, alters our own experiences. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, just as an example, like there was a, someone who I'm working with, a, a client, and she's had trauma, and she just was expressing yesterday how much learning about the brain helped her heal certain aspects of her trauma because she actually understood what was going on. So yeah. it, to me, it, it is, it's all part of how we interact with the world. I feel these things all, they're definitely all connected. And I feel like you have your business and then all these other things are a a reflection of who you are as a person, but they kind of, sort of goes back and and forth. I'm not saying that you're doing these things to show people or your clients or potential clients that you're, but you are practicing all of these things. You know. Yeah. So I feel they they are kind of connected in a way. Yeah, and it actually, I mean, I feel like I'm happy with. So I'm happy with my company, Center for Applied Neuroscience, because you know there, I was getting advice, you know, years ago, seven years ago now, that like focus, 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 and so I did focus on the neuroscience, and that made sense at the time, but I never really let any of these other things go. They've just been sort of on the back burner, or just like in the for or in the background, and. That served me well, and now there's space, there's money, there's time that I can keep moving these other things forward. Yeah. And and but ultimately they are all connected. Yeah. And I think I was having a lot of trouble before articulating how everything is connected, and now I feel a lot more confident in it. I feel like your book is also a bridge between these two things because it's about neuroscience, but also there's a lot of personal yeah. stories in there. Yeah. Do you feel that that's the direction you're heading in? Is yeah. to kind of, you know, we're talking about these two things, but to have them a little bit more crossover? Yeah, way? I mean, I think this is why, I, like, the idea of, like, storytelling is really important to me because I feel like, like, for me, it's sharing experiences mm-hmm. and that just, like, I, I open myself up. I, I give myself out to people. I share my experiences. I make myself vulnerable. People connect with that concept and with me, and they feel connected with me, and it allows them to go deeper in their own self-reflection because I create this safer space. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what comes out in everything, whether it's in the coaching or how I talk about neuroscience, the book, um, you know, everything. It's actually probably the biggest threat. Do you, this is maybe a little off topic, but are you, are, are you in, do you feel like you're in, like you're in sort of a, like you're trying to move in a different direction, like not a different direction, that you, again, you're happy with the business and how that's going, but you're, are you pursuing other things, even if you don't know what those are? I don't, that's a good question. Um... No, I think I'm, I'm coming to a better alignment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've been very strategic mm-hmm. because 
I think it was helpful in terms of building a business, but ultimately this, where I'm coming to is where I've always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I could have done this earlier and just yeah. done it. I mean, I basically feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, screw you. <laughs> I'm doing it my way, yeah. you know? And I, and I feel like, um, like I've gotten a lot of business advice and this is how you should run things. And I'm just, whatever, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you know what? The reality is, is that it's whatever I'm doing is working because mm-hmm. I'm making enough money and everything's going fine. And now I can, I can take this risky move. And even, you know, someone said, when I was talking about my podcast, they're saying, well, how, how is this going to make you money? And it comes back to what we just talked about, but I said, you know, I didn't even think of that. Like, that's, it, it will, like, it is. Everything I'm doing leads to me having money and income, but it's just, it's indirect. And so the, I guess my point is that I am coming back into an alignment, so I don't feel like I'm shifting. Yeah, that was, it, I, because I, I, I didn't, I didn't mean pursuing something, oh, I'm interested to, like, do something totally different, but that, Outside of the applied center for applied neuroscience, there seems to be a lot of other things going on. Yeah, there's always other things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and this good. Is, and and it's actually been my whole life ever since I realized I was interested in exploring things. Like even when I was doing my all my graduate work, uh, some of my professors would say, "You're doing too many different things." Like I was always involved in so many different projects. Yeah. And it was uncharacteristic. Most grad students focus. And then they, you know, do whatever. And, and I don't, I never did that. Mm-hmm. And I still don't do that. So you, you teach, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, do you do a lot of speaking? I do, like yeah. Like talks yep. and so on? Yep. I, I mean, I could do more, but I don't, but I, whenever there's an opportunity, I take it. Because um, just, that's, I feel like. You've got a podcast, let's say you've got a podcast, you've got a book, and then you've got a blog. I feel like there's a, you can do talk, these yeah. things seem to all work together. Yeah, they, they feed absolutely. into each other. I feel like also you want to build, because when I'm thinking about all of these things and how they work together, it, it, I, f- I keep coming back to thinking it sounds like you want to build a community uh, with all of these things which yeah. you already have been yeah I would say it's it's it already exists and I want to nourish I want to nourish the community right. I think that's more and these things all are ways to engage even further yeah directly with these with yeah. this community Who, what, what do you, who is the community? Like, it's like, that would be your audience, in a way. So, the community is um, a variety of people. So, one segment of the community are the people who've taken my life coaching course. Um, People, which is, you know, a a significant amount, I guess. Um, Most of whom somehow connect with me and express that they're always following what I'm doing and interested in what I'm doing. Like, I, you know, I mentioned on Facebook that I was going to be starting this, and a bunch of people were like, oh, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait to see what you're doing next. And, you know, so there's, so there's that group of people. And then there's just, you know, people on Facebook, who, some of whom are my, like, 
people I've met, some of who just started connecting with me because they started following my posts that someone else posted or something. So, right. so I've got a like a you know an interesting group of people who I've never met who are yeah. who connect on Facebook. They, it, it's I would imagine that they're very um, active mm-hmm. uh, online as well. Yeah, which yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, I've just, I've had the privilege of being part of other communities from, like, my sports communities, too. So I've got, you know, people who were just friends on Facebook or whatever because we played sports together, but then they start following my ideas and start interacting with my ideas. And, you know, I mean, just as an example, I got invited to this rough screening of this uh, CBC documentary about this um, transgender woman, and it was someone who I play Ultimate with, and he just has happened to see that I post about like LGBTQ or transgender or, yeah. or feminism stuff and so he was like I, I thought you might be interested in coming to provide feedback as a woman in sport and I was like this is amazing it's just because he, he's kind of seen what I've posted mm-hmm. and we've never had a conversation about that on the field yeah you know but and the ultimate community is huge like you know there's thousands you're just connected and then there's hockey you know so sports is a, so I've got lots of there's a big community yeah. of access around there. And I, so I do want to engage the people in these, like, sort of cross-topics. Yeah. You know, like, we play sports together, and sometimes I throw out little nuggets of, like, you know, things that I'm opinionated about, and the next thing you know, I get getting follow-up emails or messages saying, that was really interesting what you said. You know, we never talk about it on the field, but, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then some of those people end up taking my life coaching course. Some of those people follow my mama brain. Like, there's just all this, like, cross-pollination. <laughs> I, I uh, so there was there there's there's I think there's uh, a few things that are important in there, but so I, and just before I forget another example if you haven't listened to it is there is Lena Dunham does a podcast oh yeah it's called Women of the Hour okay I haven't I know of her in it but I haven't listen to it and uh, she's super interesting okay she's very very intelligent and very thoughtful and but what it is is it's really just her like hey these are a lot of people that you don't hear from at all and I am going to talk to those people and get those voices on my show right I like that but she's just also following her she has a specific uh, idea, but it's kind of broad. It's like it's about women, like generally. Yeah. And but it's but she kind of um, is also just you know following her own kind of curiosity inside of that. But anyways, that's just before I forget. So why I think maybe to, to, to kind of think about this hub thing is maybe important is you want to make it as easy as possible for people to, to then find all of this stuff because the, the, the um, we probably talked about this before but the 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 people that I think are actually were way far ahead of the game, and I know this might sound funny, but is uh, comedians, mm-hmm. stand-up comedians. They so, for example, 
uh, a few years ago, the, it was one of the first times I heard about this, there was a comedian and he said, uh, I'm going to start a Facebook group for Toronto. Or a guy, somebody, one of his fans did or something. And they said, uh, he said, okay, if 500 people commit to saying they'll buy tickets, I'll come and do a show there. Right. 500 people hmm. did it. He set it up. They came. He did a show. It worked great. So, and then hmm. what he said, he suddenly started doing that more all over the United States and everywhere. So then what started happening is he had all these microcosm of, uh, of groups all over the country, all over the continent. So then, you know, in six months, he goes back to that group in Toronto and says, hey guys, do you think we can, you know, I'd like to come back again. 500 people, if we get that, I'll set it up. But what they started doing is they were on social media. They were able to directly speak to people. They didn't have to go through booking agents. They didn't have to do all of that. They could speak directly and say, you know, like say, for example, if you said, oh, I'm coming to do a talk here in Montreal at this time or wherever. You're speaking directly to them. And then, but what started happening is if you really like someone, all of a sudden they're doing a podcast and then they write a book and then they're doing a TV show, you, you want to make it as easy as possible to be able to find all of these bits and pieces. Right. Because if somebody likes your ideas, they will want to hear more. Mm -hmm. so, if you, so if you have your blog, but it's just your blog, Somebody might happen upon that, but then you want to make it as easy as possible for them to go, well, I really liked what this person said. Oh, I can hear what they have right. a podcast. I'm going to go check out their podcast. Right. So I feel like that's why the hub is maybe a thing to think about. It is. Um, you know, like what if, I know this is uncharacteristic, but what if like Facebook was my hub? I mean, it's very specific. Um, and it's not as broad, but it kind of is my hub already. It's that's, not set up that, properly, though. That's an interesting... I, the, the only thing I would caution about that is that you're giving control to... Someone else. To Facebook, Facebook and they, can, they change things on a whim, it seems. Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. The, the, the only thing is there's... There's no, there's no reason why you can't yeah. do that anyway. So, because that's where you would dump everything. Yeah. You know where everything, where you're letting people know what's going on. Okay, I, I, I will bring that up to the fore brain to think about. Because <laughs> yeah. I know I, you're right. Um, I just feel like any attempts, maybe it's just because I haven't committed to a hub. Whereas I've committed to Facebook, so it has become a clear hub for me mm -hmm. to engage. Mm -hmm. Because it, it needs to be engaging. Like, if a hub that's just a, a website, like, people love the conversations. People love watching just to see what other people are going to comment on what I say. Mm -hmm. So I need something that would do that. Like, my hub has to be engaging. Mm -hmm. I guess because... And the, easy. Yeah, yeah, once it's all set up, it just goes. Mm -hmm. So 
we'll talk about that in a, in a second, but um, I guess my feeling with this is that if you're, if you have it on your, if you have a hub and, and then you, um, you own all that, too, that yeah. content. Because you want to also think about it like you're building all this content. Because, for example, I switched over our, our one podcast and it's just stories that I'm either putting out their live stories or their sort of produced stories with sound design and everything. What I realized is I was like, oh, I, just, I haven't, I've been writing a blog for eight years and I've been just going and dipping back into that because it's, there's a lot of yeah. good yeah. stuff there. Right. You know? And, and so it's just that you have that. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not saying, like, definitely if you have a high engagement on your Facebook page or group, that's definitely extremely valuable. Um, but, and this is purely just for, you know, your, uh, what you can see is, if you have it on your website, and then you're posting a blog on Facebook, or you're posting it wherever, you can see the numbers, I know. and you can see, and that might just be very useful to you, you know, most people are just like, oh, i seeing how, what the traffic is on my website, but, say you put up a, a a, a podcast episode about you know your housing um, experiences that's a big hot topic right now mm -hmm. just in general so like you might be like oh more people want right. to hear about this I and you can do and you can see the numbers tell a story of what people are are, are interested in like for example we just did on the skating website Skating, for some reason, is ridiculously popular in Japan. Mm. So we did a test. Last week, mm. we put up an episode with a, a, a Japanese skater from years ago. Right. He retweeted our stuff. He has about, he does TV commentary over there, so he's got 20 or 30,000 followers. He put, it went crazy. It went through the roof. Wow. Then this week, we did an American Olympic champion who has 100,000 followers. He retweeted, he did all of that. Nothing. Not wow. nearly as big. Wow. So, so that tells me a story of like, oh, the, the, not only is it popular in Japan, they are highly engaged with, with finding the content online and that's what they want. And wow. they, they're, they're really engaged with it. So it kind of helps us steer the ship of what, um, you know, the different kind of things that we, we could talk about. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you, I, I don't know if you found this with blogging, is that um, um, you also never know. I, I, I've, you know, put a lot of work into some entries and mm -hmm. just think this is going to be everyone's going to love this, nobody looks at it, and then I'll write some stupid thing about <laughs> going to the grocery store in five minutes, and people go nuts over it. Yeah. It's still, I think it's still a little bit of a mystery, but I think the thing, the one thing that continually works is your, is that it comes from you. Right. Is that it is sort of personal. Right. Okay. This is good. I'm, I'm going to think about it. 
So I don't know. We're we're not really following this at all. But sorry. Um, no, no, because we're it's we're in a different uh, place. I think in in what we've talked about before. So just getting back to the podcasts, I feel like like I said, you're f- much further ahead because you, you know exactly why you're doing this. You know what you want it to look like. And to me, I feel that, you know, people like to, I, see, I, I, I'm of two minds of this. Everybody, you know, there's, sure, I've done my own experiments on Facebook where you, the, Part of the problem is that you're asking people to click something and then read something mm-hmm. or l- listen to something. Uh, you know, I don't get a lot of that engagement online, like on Facebook, but people are reading it. But then I'll put a, you know, dumb picture up about something and people like things. So I think it's fine because there. I do agree with you that there is an audience out there that wants more in-depth things mm-hmm. and wants longer form things. And I feel like all of these things to me work together for you is that you've got... Your book was an opportunity to kind of really expand on a lot of your ideas. Mm-hmm. The blog is, is maybe shorter bits of information Mm -hmm. your Facebook engagement is probably shorter bits of engagement like you know that's usually smaller or discussion the podcast seems to be an opportunity to dive deeper into a lot of these things yes yeah so I wouldn't shy away from that and it doesn't sound like you are because I like I still remember one of the I think it was probably our first appointment is you said to me, do you like to read? And I, you meant like, do you like to, you know, uh, not just, you know what I mean? Like, do, do you want to look into things right. deeper? So then you always would give me books to read and things like suggestions. Right. And I think you even had said it, is you're like, some people don't want, Yeah. they're not interested. They're like, just, I'm doing this thing with you and that's it and you know but I I feel like you've got a lot of your audience is probably all very different but I would wager a guess that a lot of them do want longer form things like are interested in hearing from you in in this longer way as, yeah, as long as it inspires them to reflect or take action or something. So yeah. they're not just, yeah, they're, they're, they're engaging in whatever form it is, whether it's a short form or a long form. Mm-hmm. They're not passive people. Right. So how, with the with what you've done already, what does the show look like or sound like? Um, I mean, there's not very much. Um, I don't know. What do you mean by what does it sound like? Like, 
like just say how you're presenting it format-wise or segment-wise or... So, I mean, I do, I, I actually, I know this sounds like it's just being lazy, but I do want to make it as simple as possible. And so, um, because I don't, I don't think it needs a lot of fancy stuff and for what I'm trying to do. And so it's literally just like, in the, we're, we're, here's a conversation. So I need an intro and I need like a conclusion that's me, somewhat, you know, consistent so that it, it sounds similar. Um, so me introducing the conversation, maybe giving a bit of a background, why we're talking about certain things, and then doing some kind of conclusion. And I really like this idea of, you know, having a list of like, here's some questions, like take-home questions that people can go, if anything triggered them to think deeply about something, then they can take that home with them. So they're still thinking about it. And maybe they don't even listen to all of it and they just read the questions, you know, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, so I think, I think I like that as a format, at least to like try and see. I mean, I've listened to the, when I listen to the conversations, I know I was part of it, but I listen to the conversations and I love it. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. And it keeps me thinking, even like the second or third time I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I know that other stuff I've listened to as podcasts, I like to be a fly on the wall and just listen to someone else's conversation. If it's good, like back and forth, there's a little bit of banter, like depending on who it is that I'm talking with, like Mike and I banter, uh, Jen and I, who's another. So the other thing that I should tell you about was I wanted to have characters on this so that it's actually not just me because there's certain people, I want, there'll be some one-offs, but there's also certain people who I really enjoy having conversations with. So Mike is one. Jen is, um, she's a designer who I met through CSI. We've collaborated in a lot of different projects. She's always, she's an entrepreneur. She does different things. We also had babies at the same time. So there's a lot of different topics that we cover. Um, my, my best friend, Lindsay, who we do body monologues together. We had babies together. We bought a house together. So we have lots of conversations. I have, you know, some neuroscience friends who we have conversations, you know, and none of these are mutually exclusive. Like they all, just like I have interests that span, so do these. So, so I actually have the website set up so that you can actually just go and see the characters. So if people start to identify with, With oh, I really like Jen. I can find her. Yeah. You can go and listen just to my conversations with Jen. You know, I think that that is, um, that's great. One of the things when, uh, like for example, with the with the skating podcast this is it, it it's partly a business decision but it's also partly to kind of mix things up a bit because i'm trying to m- move away from just the the interview mm-hmm. kind of style that we've going but there's like a blogger in the united states that uh you know has a pretty good following and we're talking to them to be like hey come on mm-hmm. our show every uh you know whatever, two months or something to, to kind of, we'll throw our audience to, to him and he can throw his audience to us. Yeah. Both my, my, I was in Helsinki, my partner was in Helsinki um, for the world championships and we did an episode a, a week later that was just the two of us talking about the event it was the highest, hmm. one of the highest downloads, except for the Japanese episodes. Because right. people like hearing that. Yeah. People like, I think people enjoy hearing uh, two people that get, that have a, um, you know, you, you do have a certain charisma together. Yeah. And 
I, I, this is the other strange thing is that you really like each other and yeah. you're very interested to, to, to know what the other person is thinking and you can get that out of each other. Yeah. I think that goes a long way. But that's a, I think that's a really good idea to bring in sort of other people. That's what Lena Dunham does as well. Okay. Is she just will have her friends on? Yeah. And they'll talk, be talking about something specific. She'll be like, "All right, we're going to talk about this." The person's not an expert in that. Right. But she's like, "I want to know." She just will be like, "This is my friend. She's super smart, and I'm really excited to to hear what she has to say about this." Yeah, and it makes it relatable. So it's also allows that portal for people to come in and mm -hmm. you know have their own experiences and then maybe take some of these and say oh I'm going to talk about this with my friend or whatever because we're just real people we're not mm -hmm. you know these big inaccessible you know stars or whatever right mm -hmm. so so just technically wise what are your um, what are your hurdles do you feel I, I feel so, yeah one of my big hurdles is honestly just figuring out how I take the audio that I've recorded and get it, I can get it onto my website, so I've got, I know how to get the audio there and whatever, and I can edit it and whatever. Not that I want to do a whole lot, but I can add the intro and stuff. But how do I get it onto iTunes? I don't know how to get it onto iTunes, and I don't know if I need to, but I think I need to broaden my audience. So I don't even know how to do that. Well, and, and I'll tell you, I'll give you an example, is that uh, I don't know how you do, how you, um, how you listen to them. But I, I, uh, I listen to my podcasts. Yeah. I don't even go on the websites. Right. I find them all through iTunes. I subscribe to them, and I very rarely will even go to, to the website. Right, which is what I do too. Or Stitcher, I don't know, that's another one. Yeah, there's, so. there's all these different sort of ways, or SoundCloud or whatever. Right, but I still need to get it on iTunes, don't I? Well, so there's different... The, the two main ways is that uh, with, with iTunes, it's very simple. All you have to do, the, the only thing is, this is why, you know, when we were talking about Facebook and versus like having a hub in which you do need a website. Yeah. That is, okay. what do you use? Squarespace. Oh, perfect. Because um, that's actually something, if you want. To, to to go to meet up again, I can take you through like that process. Okay. Because it's because I we do our stories we don't tell yeah. through Squarespace. I really okay. like it. I'm like because I do the other our our podcast through WordPress. Oh. Ugh, I wish I could, but it's too. Yeah. It's just a real pain in the ass to, to switch from one to the other. Um. All you have to do is, because you know the way a blog works, you've got a feed, mm -hmm. and when you put a, post a blog, it like, it's an RSS feed. Right. That then if I subscribe to your blog, I get an email that says, oh, Mandy's got a new blog up. Right, yeah. Podcast works exactly the same way, except okay. it's an audio format, an audio file, okay. instead of a written piece. Okay. So with Squarespace, for example, you just start a new, uh, like you have a blog page. It's yep. on your website. Like yep. you just say, oh, I want a new blog thing. Yep. Then what you do is you just go in there and there's literally a setting to set up a podcast. 
Okay. It's very, it, I, I could just help you go through it faster. Okay. And kind of just explain why you have to do certain okay. things. Okay, okay. But okay. literally all you do is you have to have a feed because okay. then what happens is you submit that feed to the iTunes store. Okay. Then they approve it. It's, it just usually takes, it's gotten really fast. Back in the day, it took like a week. Now, literally within hours, could okay. be okay. Then it gets put up in the store, and then what happens is that when you, so then you put up a new, say you have a new episode, you just do it like it's a blog entry. You put it up, you upload your audio, you publish it, and then iTunes is checking your feed every day. Oh, okay. Or, and then just drop, pulls it. Yeah, or, you know, it does it right away. Like, if you refresh your feed, if I'm looking for it. Okay. And then it pulls your, then if there's a new one, it pulls it up, comes up, and, and that's it. Okay. You can go, there are other ways to do it through SoundCloud through all of this, but if you are already on Squarespace, yeah. it's super easy. Okay, well that's exciting. <laughs> and, and yeah, I would recommend to go on, you know, because if you have it on here or you have a feed, then you can put it to also different okay. uh, methods of distribution. Okay. The only, the only... The only reason I don't, I honestly particularly don't like SoundCloud, to be honest. Uh, the only reason why you would use that way is that it creates, it's for, uh, if you are, if you build your website with something other than WordPress or Squarespace, you need an URL so you can embed it right into your website. It, it, but my problem with that is you're putting it somewhere else again. Right. Is that then they had right? So with this it's on Squarespace. It's on your website. It's yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very easy. So then, like, uh, uh, let me just see here. So this is just like the right. the our website, and then the podcast. So then these are just the episodes. So each one of these is like a blog entry okay. yeah. where we just uploaded the, the audio, we just write a little description, and then what happens is that it shows up. Um, hmm. So then it shows up here. And then you just right. download it and there it is. Okay. Okay, that's perfect. So then basically that's how you get the analytics because you still have... You still find out who's clicking on. Well, so if someone clicks on your um, podcast here, does it still connect you with your website? Like, do you still know how many people click here to listen to that one? See, this is the this is the thing that is the uh, the murky area of all of this stuff. Yeah, is that uh, you can. So technically wise, there's stats with Squarespace mm -hmm. uh, where you can there's a you can see. I think there's a, it's called the RS, RSS feed or, or, or whatever. Mm. That is, it's still unclear whether, from, from my understanding, that is the amount of people that have subscribed to your, po your okay. podcast. So it's not necessarily how many people have listened to that episode. Yes, because they, 
they it's it's still so then like but what's weird is on our WordPress stuff we get downloads mm -hmm. so it tracks right. how many people download it because if somebody might be subscribed to it but they might not yeah. be listening to right. it right it's really still a mystery how to properly yeah. track this stuff okay yeah um, but it's it's giving you something yeah you okay. can see and, and so you know for example we don't understand this podcast my the other people I do this through we're always like what is going on because literally we take breaks so we you know we'll, we do seasons yeah, and right. then we take a break for some reason during the last break our numbers just kept going up even though we weren't putting anything else Interesting. New. so it's it's so bizarre people's habits around this stuff yeah. um, but what we've noticed is we did like a guest host where we brought on somebody to host a show for like five episodes they have a big following they're a comedian and a big following and the numbers went up. but it's interesting because it was it was a fun thing to do because she brought her own yeah this is what I want to talk about right and and it gives it a bit of a you know fresh yeah spin on it so okay. so I I think that you uh, again, I think it's a a good idea too to to be a few months ahead of when you want to yeah. launch it. Uh, whenever we've done a new podcast, I'm like, I need, I like to be two months ahead when I of uh, stuff in the in the can ready to go yeah. because you, you you don't if you start falling behind, then it's just you're continually yeah. Catching I don't want to do that. I so yeah. And, and so what we would what we do. For example, is um, you know we'd be off when we were doing more interview stuff. We'd be off the two of us doing our own interviews, setting up our own interviews, and then we would get five or six interviews done, and then we would both get to because we would do the same thing an intro and a right yeah, thing. and then we would just get together on a day and take do them an hour two hours right. and just do six intros right. and. Outros. And then they're up there, and then you just publish them. And then, and then I have them because right. I'm doing all the editing. Then I have them, and I can just then have them all. You know, then you know, literally, if you can say you're six weeks ahead or, or whatever, you can schedule them so they all just you don't have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the. So I don't want. I'm not going to launch this until I've got like enough. Yeah. Like, I would say two months ahead of time. Yes. Yeah. it'll... Yeah. I, <laughs> my summer is my content generation time. That is when my life is working out. So. The other thing I would think about, and this is, again, up to you, is, uh, is this taking... Um, it, I think this is... It, a lot of people are doing this now. When the podcasting started, it was like you start and then you just do it until you die every week. But more and more people are being like doing it almost like TV seasons. Yeah. So they'll do say a f you know a few months, and then they'll take two months off or something just to. You know. Yeah, I could imagine that having I've set up Mama Brain my motherhood thing as seasons and so that's been very helpful mm -hmm. like I've got pregnancy season done 
and then whatever, so it's in seasons. But I think for this, it would just be sort of this ongoing because I, like, I literally have all these conversations so often that it would be, I think this is easy content for me to generate, yeah. but maybe I will take the summer off and then just get like a backlog and then add it or whatever, but. Um, so, and you can do, uh, there, and then there's, there's just ways editing wise that you can save yourself time. If you build the intro, yeah, you build a thing at the end. Yeah. I know you wanna if you wanna include a thing that's specific to that episode. That's yeah. So I might else. need two intros. But yeah, you can literally have those, and then you just drop them in. Yeah. To episodes, okay. and then you just can. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to do it each time. Yeah. Yeah. I. That's something I. I want to do too. So. Okay, that's good. This was good. Uh, so now you need now you, your space. Well, I don't. Do, do you? Does this? I don't know if this is helpful. It's this is the kind of the the problem. Not the problem. I think is a good thing is the these conversations when I've had them with other people are um, they they tend to do this. They tend to go a little bit <laughs> scattered. Yeah. Because. I, sometimes I feel like people haven't really had the opportunity to kind of just talk things out. You know, you're thinking totally. about it a lot, but, you know, whether it is technically wise how to do it, uh, just content-wise, what, what you're doing, why you're doing it, all of these things, they're all connected, but they're, you know, it's tricky. So, but I can, so... Do you, or, because all you, because what you can do, just to, um, like with the iTunes thing, because you can, you can do that whenever, mm -hmm. so then it's ready to go whenever you're, you're, you're ready. Nobody will find it okay. unless you direct them to it. Okay. So if you don't really just promote it anywhere, right. it could just be there to test it when okay. you have something done, you right. know. Um, but I can help you definitely with that stuff. Okay, that would be great. I feel like those technical things hold me back a lot, mm -hmm. so that would be helpful. Do you have, like, so, is that, that's Mandyland, the Squarespace website? All of them are Mandyland. <laughs> so, do you have, like, a logo or an image of some kind? I don't, actually. Um... But I haven't tried Fiverr yet. Do you know Fiverr? It's like where you, it's a bidding thing. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that I just was mentioning it to my coaches for their like resources of things and sort of how to get things done. Can I caution yeah. you a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah. From, because I've looked into that to be a person, because they do everything right. You can do writing and you can do like yeah. blogging and things like that. Unfortunately, it seems that it, it can be a little risky to go on there. Oh, okay. Because what it is is that there are lots of people on there. Um, I mean, this is from what I've read. Is that basically the lowest bid is if you if if you put up a, on a logo. Yeah. I'll put up. I'll do it for you for ten bucks. Right. And I'll win the bid because it's ten bucks, but they don't give you the quality is really. Uh, pulls every, yeah, okay. the quality is really been pulled down. Okay. 
again, I would look into it. There's another one called 99 Logos. Yeah. And I just don't know. I'm a little conflicted on these because basically what it is is you're asking people to do a lot of work for free. Right. Because what happens is you put out a call, say, I want a logo. A lot of people they do it, do and, it buy the and then you like. buy the whole, the only one you buy is the one that you like. That's just my feeling. Yeah. You know what? My sister-in-law is a designer. Yeah. I, <laughs> and I, I, she's done good work for me in the past. I usually wouldn't... I just have no... Like, there's no reason for me to not. Like, it's not Yeah. somebody we know or operating this thing. It. I, I just have heard a little... Yeah, I should just... My sister-in-law is really busy and with stuff, but then if it was just like a one-off like a quick logo and I think for this it's fine I don't need branding right now like yeah I think yeah I think the most important thing is, is the name yeah to be honest as long as you've got that and I only say an image because it's it's just uh, yeah it's like what uh It's just this, so it shows right. up like that. Yeah, and you know it. So you don't want to just have a little like thing. Like you just, you just need. So it can't even be just the words. But it can be anything. Yeah. Okay. It's That's an image. Okay. You put the image with the audio file, and right. then it, along with the audio file, it pulls the image okay. with it, and that's what shows up. Okay. So okay. it just has to be something there. Okay, I will get that. Um. So what do you what do you need from me as feedback or whatever? This was great. Was it all right? Yeah, it was really great. It was amazing. Well, I I um, I, I don't know. I, I kind of just I, I think I screwed all of this up, uh, and I'm I'm a little bit disappointed because this whole big project of yours or this session. No, no, not this session. Okay. I, I, I'm, this, this is fine. That's totally fine. Just my, uh, which I, I, I can say to you because you know it's we, we talked about this stuff before. I just a little. I just screwed up all the scheduling. Oh, really? So I assumed that uh, I put it out there to say here you can book these appointments, and I, it, it, I thought I, I thought I explained okay, book your appointment, and I'll just meet you there at the the appointed time and, and place, right. but uh, nobody showed up for their appointments yesterday um, <clears throat> because I didn't, stupidly, I don't know why, uh, I didn't put a section down to ask for people's email addresses, oh, so no. I can't even contact them, and I assumed, I forgot you do have to hold people's hands through these things, yeah. and uh, I so... I think I just look amazingly unprofessional and then people <laughs> yeah. just said, well, this guy set this thing up and it didn't even bother to right. get back to me, which I can't. Right. So... Okay, uh, but the really keen people, there's actually an interesting filtering method. Well, yeah, but if nobody shows up, then the, the, if, if any community would be a little bit more... Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's my mistake, you know, and I, I kind of... So yesterday was the first day? Yeah. Okay, and then there's today, hopefully someone, and then there's tomorrow? 
Yeah. And then that's it? Yeah. Okay, well then, maybe you'll get a couple of people. I mean, I yeah. showed up. <laughs> well, but and you know what it, what it was that when you emailed me yesterday, you were like, oh, we're still on for tomorrow. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, and you know me. Right. And you know that I would. Yeah. If you made that appointment, that I would be there. Right, but I did. I was. I was expecting an email confirming that because yeah. you know it's software, and you're like, did he get that? Did I book it in the right yeah. way and everything? So. Yeah. No, it was a mistake, and just. Yeah. I. I, I don't know. I mean. I, okay, it's, but this I, isn't going to hold you down. This is. No, but I tell you, it's been. I know this isn't. We're not supposed to be doing a session, but. <laughs> but yeah, it's really. There, the week, I, I feel like every, I just have to get used to, it seems like every three months, every, a lot of things happen all at once, and it totally throws me back, and this keeps happening, mm. because I spent a weekend in London, Ontario, because my mom came down because a relative of ours, who was somebody that I would go to visit, she basically went into hospice and she died. Mm. So we had to go there, it was very similar to my dad's situation, so that was all triggering. And then, uh, perfectly on that day, they emailed me saying that I didn't get the job. And then yesterday, my mom called me saying, Emmerich is calling me about your condo. And so there's a problem with that that I have to deal with, huh. that I have to deal with, and I got dinged that I'm going to be paying the Enbridge bill with that tenant. So I just like, what? And then, and then all this, and then I was sitting there yesterday waiting for people to show up, and I sat there like a dummy for two hours and just was ready to kill some, someone by the end because of all this stuff. So that seems to be the new normal. Yeah. Where just every three months, literally last night, it was just like, I'm just going to pack up all my stuff, I'm just going to sell all my things, and I'm just going to like, I just give up on everything, you know? Right. So, so sorry, I didn't mean to dump all of that on you, but it's just like, so, you know, every, I know there's two steps forward and, and then uh, one step back, but it seems like I take half a step forward and then I got to take right. ten steps back. So regardless of the logistics, and I know you had some weird emails that you got, but the ones, did you get people, like, did you get a good interest in this, would you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got some people saying it was interesting, but I just think it's, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just interested to, say, pursue, like, people that, like you, and that I, that maybe have already talked to me about it, but I don't think this can be a thing. Okay. Right now either, like I just sort of feel like I don't know. I can't. I just can't do it. I just need to. I'm. I'm basically ready to put my applications into a Starbucks or something at this point. Really. I'm just. Okay. Kind of ready to you know throw in the towel here. Okay. Well, that's not. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, but that's just where I am at right. Right. Now. Okay. <laughs> and, and I so I just feel like well I, I can't really help people uh, as much as I can in that in this situation. 
you, or in this class. Right. I mean, you can help people, but if you if you don't want to or if you don't want to do it right now, then that's fine. And maybe this was like a good test to just see if you wanted to go in this direction. Um, it doesn't matter if you're trying to put an application to Starbucks. You can still be, help people with this because mm -hmm. these are great questions. You know, even though like you know, I have thought about it a lot, but these are really good. I was looking at this thinking, like, from a coaching perspective. I'm like, oh, this is so good. I mean, it's it's really simple. Coaching is really simple. You're just, like, asking. You're getting people to figure their shit out for themselves. And that's what you're doing. And you're just giving people space because it's hard to think through these things in your head. And we need to speak it so that yeah. we hear what it sounds like and, and go from there. Mm -hmm. So... I think this could turn into something if you wanted it to, but yeah. it would probably take a lot of work and it's probably not the best bang for your buck. Yeah. So maybe that was what this was about, is just saying, okay, I, sure. I, I've tried it, but I don't know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, just to, to finish, finish up with the thing is that what... Um, What with what was um, what kind of things would you want to see after this, like as a follow up? Because I know you do that kind of thing. Yeah. You follow up on an appointment. Um, I would. So I would really like to be. For me, I like being checked in with. I I know this actually a struggle with a lot of coaches is that they don't follow up with clients because they. They lack confidence that they've done a good service for the person, yeah. and so they just think that the person's going to contact them. But a lot of times, you know, even if there's good traction with the projects or whatever you're working on, it's nice to have someone say, "Hey, how's that going? Do you need a like? Do we need to talk back about this?" I mean, you gave me good points, and you were very good at saying, "Okay, here's a couple places we could keep talking about, or I can help you with this in our next session," which yeah. is good because it makes me think about what we'll do next time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm already. You know, like I, I, I think I want this help, and so I'm, I would be like an easy client mm -hmm. in that sense, and um, and there's things that I know you can help me with, and so to me it's a no-brainer to to get this kind of support. Um, so yeah, just you know, like how's it going in a, in a week? You know, just to make sure, because people they just sometimes traction gets lost, right? And so you need someone to say how's it going. Yeah, I uh, I did find that when I. When I've done the the CSI hookup thing, which this yeah. came out of, is that there were you know afterwards I would just usually follow up with a thing that you know the email that just says so you know yeah. whatever uh, if you need anything let me know or or anything like that and sort of very briefly just review what we talked about and I do find that there are different kinds of people like there are people that are like. Hey, I'm really excited. This is my first episode. I just want to let you know that right. we're, there's some people you never hear from again. Right. And I don't know if how. I guess it depends on how maybe serious or you probably find this in your coaching. Yeah. That you are. I remember we talked about this at the beginning. Is that there's a lot of. Um, you're you can't do it. You're not here to do this for me. Whatever right. we're talking about. And I, I don't know if some people, if, if people expect that, but I, I don't, I guess people just are in different places. They you know? are, yeah. And whether they're ready or, or not to, to kind of pick it up yeah. and, and do it. But I'd say like, 
nine times out of ten, people appreciate a follow-up and just check you checking in on them so that they're like, right. Or, or it's an opportunity to say, hey, yeah, this is where I've gotten with this. And, and it's good for you to hear that it's been helpful, too. Because yeah. sometimes you don't hear from people because you've given them so much traction that they're, they're, they're going. Yeah. yeah, and it's been really effective, but it'd be nice for you to hear that, too. Yeah. And, and sometimes people do need like a, more of a kick in the butt. So, um, yeah, I think I would say like a follow up in like, I mean, for me, I don't, I don't need an email that's like summarying and reminding of all the stuff. Like I'm, I'm good. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But, you know, in a week being like, hey, how's it going? You know, because so much would have happened. And then I start to reflect, oh, yeah, what's happened in the last week? Where am I going with this? Or, shit, I haven't had any time to do this. I need to get back on that, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. I think it's, those are good. Because I guess for a lot of these things is that you're doing them, a lot of times you're doing them in pieces. Like, yeah. it's not like you're going to go home and today and have an episode up on iTunes. Right. You're kind of like... I'm doing some interviews or, you know, this week I'm doing a, an interview and then next week I'm going to maybe try and get the logo and then the week after I'm going to s- maybe set up the website or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, like you said, it's good to follow up. Yeah. Just so people are like, yeah, no, I'm good. I've got this thing done. This is what's next. Yeah. I mean, one thing you could also ask people is, um, I think the only thing I don't really see here is a question about their timeline. So the goal is good, but like, just and it's good for you to assess how realistic are they. If they're like, I want to launch this next week, then you can kind of talk them down and talk about like the backlog and like you know let's get everything sorted and then you can launch and all this you know because some people may not have even thought about that. It'll probably come up, but it's funny because I did have a um, I I did talk to one guy who was the uh, hookup guy and I think he we, we talked through a lot of things but I was like pretty much right away I was like oh this guy literally just wants to know if this is okay like if this yeah. is a good idea yeah. like he was totally ready to go he had everything done he literally just wanted somebody to be like yeah this is this looks great this yeah. is perfect and he literally then had an episode up the next week right. And there's huge value to that, and a lot of times, even the coaches that I train don't realize that there's value in just reassuring someone, mm-hmm. because he may not have ever launched it if he didn't get that reassurance from you, yeah. right? Like someone who's in the industry who knows, um, someone who's not, their family or friends or whatever, and just like getting this, like, yeah, you can do it, and just like like being a little cheerleader, like, this is great, keep going, you know, and then, and then he felt successful as a result of that, so... Mm-hmm. You know, that's a huge value to the consultancy or coaching or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this is like a great, like what I usually encourage all my coaches to do is have like a, like have a template, like start your session with something, but then be really flexible so that you can move in the right direction, which you did. Um, You know, I mean, we kind of covered all these things, but... um, but you knew that I was at a different place than some other people. And some people will be, like, where you're, you're only going to be talking about number one because they have no idea, like, tools well, or anything, you know? Yeah, I, I, I kind of stole that from my approach to doing the, which, you know, again, I, I, another benefit of the 
podcast is I, I feel like I've learned a lot just by talking to people and doing it. And because usually what I do is research the mm-hmm. person, have a, a, a sort of structure of questions that I want to ask, but then I sort of I always thought of like, oh, once I start recording, I'm not asking yeah. these questions, but it's all in my brain. Right. But the, each one is different, and, and you just have to follow the, you know, the track. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I've, uh, I've turned podcasts off where you hear somebody, you hear the guest open the door, and the person just, you can literally feel them, uh, you know, look down at their paper and ask their next question. Right. And I'm like, you're not listening to the person. Yeah. They wanted to talk about this, yeah. and you just kind of shut it down. Because one of the other things I was thinking when you're talking about the kind of conversations that you have been ha- ha- having and you want to have, what I still think uh, uh, it, it's people don't talk about this a lot, but I think it is such an undervalued thing and why podcasting is different from radio and it is its own kind of medium. Um, because my favorite conversations that I've heard, I've always thought, this is this would be on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't put this right. on the radio, you wouldn't put this on TV, this wouldn't be a conversation that, you know, I, I it's still one of the best things I've ever heard where there's a guy, there's a, this guy I listened to, he had on a friend, an old friend of his, they're both comedians. And at the very end, they go through this whole conversation for two hours, and at the very end, for the last 15 minutes, the one guy calls the other guy out. He's like, he's like, you know, you're really, you've really been shitty to me the last few years. Wow. And the guy's like, oh, well, do you want, he's like, and he goes, listen, we, you don't have to include this, but we need to talk this out, right. and we're here, and we've gone through this two hours. We need to talk, and for the next 15 minutes, by the end, they were like, they talked, and then the other guy was like, well, this is why I did that, because I felt that you did this. And I was like, what is happening right now? That's amazing. Like, you wouldn't hear that, and I feel that is so valuable. Right. And, and it's something, it's weirdly, it, it, it's the thing that you wouldn't hear, but it's always the best right. part, you know? Yeah. So, anyways. Well, hopefully this was helpful in some kind of way. It was very, very helpful. Thank you. Um, 